Justin Barclay in for Glenn today on the Glenn Beck program. We've got a we got a big one lined up for you. Normally this time of year, everything just sort of screeches to a halt. Tis the season. But no, no, they're even working on Capitol Hill today. That have a vote happening in the House, the $1.7 trillion pork-filled omnibus package. Uh, we'll talk about that. The Kerry Lake trial, and yes, SBF. In jail, now out of jail. The crypto comment. More on all of it coming up this morning. Justin Barkley and for Beck. Back after this. Justin Barclay and for Glenn Beck today in the Glenn Beck program. You connect with me at Justin Barclay, B-A-R-C-L-A-Y. Dot com. Send me a message there. Love to hear from you. You know, it's, it's kind of Friday going into the Christmas holiday. I think it'd be good to take a few calls today and hear from you, particularly among this uh, the, the different topics. The $1.7 trillion pork stuff omnibus bill that they have uh, they voted on in the Senate to pass. That goes to the House today. They're still working up until the deadline. They'll get that passed, I'm sure. And then... And then all the fun begins. But here's the number, 888-727-BECK. That's 888-727-BECK. If you want to join the program, love to hear from you. We'll, we'll chat as things uh, as move forward here in the program. I just wanted to kind of break down for you so you can kind of understand what is in this. And there's more. We talked a bit about this yesterday, and we've been talking about it. Glenn's been talking about it. Um, I, I know... It's it's hard to understand. I just want to give you a picture, though. When you think of a trillion dollars, because we get into numbers like this. And we'll talk more about this later in the hour. But you get into numbers like this, and you just kind of lose track of how much a trillion actually is. Somebody called the other day and gave, gave me the breakdown. I said, look, you know, it's, it's, it's unimaginable. It's hard to think about, but a trillion dollars... If, if you're going to count to a trillion, like a trillion seconds, <laughs> you just started counting. A trillion seconds from here on out. It would take 37,000 years to get there. A trillion. So that's how much money, again, we're just setting off on. You know, the, sure, this won't have any effect on uh, inflation. <sighs> I'm sure it won't... Uh, it's you know no of course not it can couldn't possibly have any impact on the cost of everything as we move forward yes 
that's uh, that's on the agenda. We'll talk about that today. And I don't know if you saw, but SBF was arrested. He was brought into the country, and now SBF has been let. Well, he's been freed. Sam Bankman freed has been freed, and he is out. And I guess that was this big story about how much bail two hundred fifty million dollars, and rightfully so. People started questioning. There's that much money out there. I thought he lost it all. Where is he going to get that much money? Well, the the truth behind that whole ordeal and what actually took place is something altogether. Uh, different. It, it turns out he just gets to hang out, probably in his PJs, very similarly to um, what Zelensky did when he came in. <laughs> when he came into Congress, picking up some money. Uh, yeah, no, he gets, gets gets to hang in his PJs at his parents' house, apparently until the the uh, trial takes place. So that's that's what we got to look forward to. Day two of the Kerry Lake trial has wrapped up, and the Kerry Lake trial down in Arizona. Some startling things that come out of it. She gave a statement yesterday outside of the courthouse. Two quick statement. I am so incredibly proud of our amazing attorneys and staff that put this amazing case together, historic case. We proved without a shadow of a doubt that there was malicious intent that caused disruption so great it changed the results of the election. I'm incredibly proud of, of both Brian Blem and Kurt Olson who led up this legal team. We provided expert testimony. We provided experts. The other side brought in activists to try to save face. They admitted that they've known about these ballot problems. They're ballot problems. Now they're trying to say that it's been going on for three elections. Our mm. elections are a mess in this country. And I am so happy to stand up and say, no longer will we as Americans put up with this. We demand fair, honest, transparent elections, and we will get them. And I pray so hard for this judge. I think that he really took in all of that information. I think he listened very closely to what happened. Mm. And I am fighting for the people of Arizona, but not just for the people of Arizona. I'm fighting for the people of this country and for our future. If we don't have honest elections where we decide who represents us, then we don't have a country anymore. And you know, the, you know, the defendants, their attorney said it in his closing in his closing statement, he said, we choose our rulers. Isn't that telling? This was a selection, not an election. And we in America choose who represents us. And we will restore honest elections. And I will never stop fighting. I will never stop fighting. So thank you. There she is, Carrie Lake. Um, and boy, I can't imagine. I can't imagine what, uh, <laughs> what she must be thinking about going through right now. There's a lot on the line down in Arizona. Who knows how that that's going to play out waiting. It's all of the judge now waiting. But some of the headlines, a day two now wrapped, the trial wrapped all together. This was a quick try to get it out, try to get it done as quickly as possible. But here's some of the headlines. Just to think about this, what was actually happening down in Arizona. And although we kind of lose track of some of these things because we, we get wrapped up in the day-to-day. The -day, but it could not be by accident one of the experts testifying about the key problem, 42% of ballots cause chaos. And one of the things that I saw, the numbers are right here. They allowed Kerry Lake's people, the judge allowed, because this is, this is Arizona law, in fact. They allow them to take a look at the ballots. They might have questions about these things. They allow them to go in and take a look. They get 15 now, that's not a big sample size, but, you know, folks are saying, wait a minute, 15, that's not enough. 
But even in the 15, they found, and this is something, in the ones they looked at, particularly, I believe it's Maricopa County, the, the one in question. But the ones they looked at, they found 14 of the 15. 14 of the 15 had issues. Now, what are the issues? M mainly that this ballot... 20-inch paper, but the image of the ballot projected onto the paper, that's what happens when you make a copy or something. That's You, you put an image on a piece of paper. No matter if you're printing something at your house or, or, or wherever uh, this might be. But the 19-inch the, uh, the, the, the image projected on a 20-inch piece of paper was the issue. That was the problem, and apparently... Um, that's what caused all the issues in the printer. And when they went to go scan the ballots through the uh, the system, when the people who had voted, they had filled out their bubbles and everything, they go scan it through, they kept getting rejected. This is in Maricopa County, day of voting. It only happened day of vote. Didn't happen any other time. Didn't happen anywhere else. Maricopa County, thousands of people disenfranchised, Thousands of people sent, wondering that day, whether or not, sent home wondering whether or not uh, their, their vote is, is even going to count. Whether or not it even counted at all. And they said, oh, no, just go ahead and put everything, put everything in this, um, in this drop box here. You know, they called it, drop, was it box three or whatever they called it? No, oh, put everything in the box here. You'll be, everything will be fine. And people walked out wondering, what in the world happened? Does does my vote does my vote even count? Folks disenfranchised, and in fact, uh, who knows the truth on that? And yet, we learned some startling things in the trials. You just heard her mention this is an issue they've known about. Now, here's a really particularly sticky, I would think, legal issue for Katie Hobbs that's that's been revealed here. Now, I don't know how much traction this will get. Abe Hamaday, which is the uh, the attorney, the man running for attorney general, he also got to go to trial, waiting for the results of that trial. Um, but this ought to be looked at. Maybe even the sitting attorney general. Brnovich could look into this as well because there is a there's a sticky legal situation here. Let me tell you what it is. We'll get into all of that coming up in just a moment. You can join the Glenn Beck program anytime. Triple eight seven two seven Beck B E C K. What what should happen now that we've got the we've heard from the experts, we've heard the testimony, we found out that there were problems. What should happen? Do they need a new election? Do you just insert her in? I don't know if there's if there's I don't know what the legal process would be. I don't think that. That would be part of it, but what what do you do now that you've got all this information? Triple eight seven two seven back B E C K back after this on the Glenn Beck program. Sparkly in for Beck today, Justin Barkley in the Glenn Beck program. Yeah, we're following the storm, the weather, and all of this snow apocalypse. We'll talk about that, I'm sure. At some point today, um, but I will tell you, it's wild because this uh, global warming, it's just had the complete opposite effect. We're, we're under a blizzard warning. We're broadcasting to you live from in West Michigan, Grand Rapids, 
high atop, uh, and and right now it, it's wide out outside my windows. It's completely wide out. Seven degrees, I think, is the temps. Even lower in some places to the south of us, which is wild. Uh, but this thing is causing some issues for a lot of folks traveling. So we'll talk about that coming up here in just a little bit. But, uh, boy, the, the climate change. What is it now? Is it climate change? Is that what it is officially? It's a global warming. It can't be global warming anymore. This certainly isn't warm. <laughs> it's not warm here anyway. I can tell you that much. And essentially, this is winter. We have this every year. Hey, uh, so back down to Arizona. 42% of ballots causing chaos, a key issue, they said, uh, amongst the 113 examined, 48 of them had this problem, 19-inch ballots produced on 20-inch paper. That was the problem. Now, here's the big issue, and this may be a legal issue for Katie Hobbs, who was the Secretary of State, oversaw her own election to the governor in Arizona. Nothing to see here, folks. <laughs> you know, this should never be even an appearance of impropriety in any of these elections, in any of these situations. There should never even be an, an appearance of it. And yet that that appears it's all we have these days. You know, they got questions. Anytime you got questions about something, you're called crazy. And the FBI now calling people conspiracy theorists when you're looking at the, the Twitter files, the things that are dumped out. Well, I, I, I digress. But this is what we're, we're seeing in every story we come across these days. But Katie Hobbs might be in a problem. She might be in a bit of a pickle. Here's why. She certified this election. Then you say, well, what's, what's the problem with that? She certified it. Well, the issue isn't just that she certified her own election that she oversaw, but she certified it, and apparently what just came out in this trial, and we know this now, is that she certified it knowing that this issue existed. And it was still under investigation. Maricopa County still investigating. In fact, I don't know that we were supposed to find that out. I don't know that anybody was supposed to know what exactly happened with these ballots. And here's the other thing, folks. You've got to realize this. In this Cary Lake trial down in Arizona, we would have never known. You would have run around saying, well, that's, you know, that's odd that all these people had their Ballots rejected, all these people, they went to go vote, and then it went through the scanner, and it would pop out, and they don't know whether their vote counted. You said, well, that's a little, yeah, certainly that's a little strange. Something must have gone on, but you know, you might have said, it's just a glitch. It's just a glitch. That's all that is. There's nothing, nothing to see here. There's just a little glitch, or you might have just kind of shrugged it off. Could have, anyway. But turns out, the only reason we find out what caused that glitch is because this thing went to trial, and they got to inspect the ballots, and they actually found out what was happening behind the scenes. Now, your question, and the same as mine, and I understand that, I feel the same way. So, okay, now we know this. What happens next? Well, Katie Hobbs knowingly certified an election that uh, that had issues. Any legal recourse for that? What should happen? Not just in this case, but in all the cases, when we look at some of the uh, 
some of the problems that we continue to see. In New York, let's go. I think it's Mark on the phone. 888-727-BECK. Back. I'm going to try and work as many phone calls as I can in today. Just, you know, tis the, tis the season. Mark in New York. Mark, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. So election issues. Whether you want to call it uh, fraud, what do you, whatever you want to call it, now we know. We know for a fact at least one of the problems in Arizona. What should happen here? Um, I don't really know, but I know that I live in upstate New York, a very small town, and we had the same thing happening in our very small town. It was my first time voting, so I was kind of just getting used to everything. But walking in, I heard, I heard a couple old-timers kind of being like, how many times did your thing try to go through? And the guy said four times. And I was like, what are these guys even talking about, you know? So I stood in line, I get to the thing, it's clearly a strong, it's a black box, a very strong black box with a lock on it, Scantron. The lady goes, all right, put your vote in, you know, Scantron, she goes in, spits it out. Try again, put it in, spits it out. She goes, hand me that, we'll count that by hand later. It goes behind the desk in a box, and that's, that was it. That was it. I mean, this is not something I'm making up. This is literally in small town, rural, upstate New York, and I was kind of like, I wanted to ask this lady, like, how do I know what you're doing with this vote? Like, this machine here is clearly made to make sure my vote goes and does whatever it's supposed to be doing. It's locked. It's solid. And now you want me to just hand it to you? Like, and, and, I and, thought it was a joke. And, 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 you know, it's interesting you bring this up because you're seeing it in, in New York. So this very similar could happen all over. But let me ask you this, Mark. I mean, just personally for you, did that, did that, like, Restore your confidence in the system. Did that did that do anything to make you feel better that your vote was going to be counted and that democracy was alive and well? What was it? What did that do for you? How did that make you feel? Uh, honestly, because it was also my first time voting, I was uh, yeah, I was kind of shocked. I mean, if if, it, if the box, if the machine I was putting it in wasn't so clearly made to be like unbreakable, you know what I mean? To go from this machine that's made to take this ballot and, you know, make sure nobody can tamper with it to handing it to a woman I've never seen before to go behind the desk. <laughs> I mean, it's, it was like, I thought it was like a game show or something. It was like someone was going to come out and be like, oh, yeah. I was just kidding. Was you got, you got punked. Weird. You got punked. You're on no, candid camera. Bizarre. New York, New York was extremely close for the first time in how long. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if this happened to how many people in upstate New York, just in small towns dotted around upstate New York, I mean, I'm not some voter fraud conspiracy guy, whatever you want to call it. When things are not right, things are not right. Like, Mark, I appreciate the phone call. You're absolutely right. We've got to get this back on track because if we don't stop this, if we don't solve this issue, what's the point? I've heard so many people ask, like, what's the point? Well, I'll give you a little more concept. We got to continue to to fight the fight, folks. We can't give up. But at the same time, we've got to solve these problems and we've got to solve them for good. You're absolutely right. You know, too many people have died. Too much blood has been spilled to make sure that this process works safely, securely, and that it works with integrity. Uh, speaking of integrity, <laughs> the Senate voted, I know it's hard, I shouldn't laugh, but the Senate voted to pass that $1.7 trillion omnibus. Congress gets it, the House gets it, Later today, we'll talk about that, what's inside of it, and more. All coming up in moments in the Glenn Beck Program. The Glenn Beck Program.
Glenn for Beck. It's Justin Barclay now on the Glenn Beck program. You can connect with me anytime you'd like at Justin Barclay, B-A-R-C-L-A-Y.com. Find out how we can stay in touch there. And send me a message. Love to hear from you. Taking several calls today, too, because, you know, it's the last day before Christmas. I want to make sure we we end with a bang. 888-727-BECK, B-E-C-K. Say it at 8727-BECK. We're talking the uh, snow. We're talking the snowmageddon, snowpocalypse. And uh, it is kind of nasty in some places, just looking and hearing some of the temps around here and looking at some of the snow. Not as bad as what we thought we were going to get here or that they told us what we were going to get. But, of course, uh, keep an eye on that for you today. It's causing travel issues all over. And... Um, I know that it will not be causing travel issues for uh, those in Congress who are voting today in the House. <laughs> They're already there. Uh, Congressman Bill Heisinger from Michigan joins us now. Uh, Congressman, you get the Senate just passed this $1.7 trillion omnibus bill. It is just a pork filled. Uh, I, I, I just I look at it. There's a technical term out here, Justin. We yeah. call them turd burgers. Uh, that's a big, giant, massive turd burger. Yeah. Well, uh, apparently it's also stuffed with uh, lobster because there's money in here yeah. for favorite <laughs> lobster groups, and uh, and yeah, uh, it's it, not just it's pork. A salmon lobster roll. I don't know. It's uh, yeah, salmon's in there like forty-seven different times, oh, and uh, funded uh, the three million dollars for a bee-friendly uh, highway system. <sighs> uh, I'm all about uh, you know the uh, pollination, and we've had issues with bees, but how in the world do you make a bee-friendly highway system? I, I just it's 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 just this kind of stuff. And there's earmarks, chock full of earmarks. Um, and and here's sort of the insult to injury, right? Um, so constitutionally, all these spending bills have to originate in the House. Um, we're not even pretending to do appropriations processes anymore. And we're just sending these big uh, uh, <laughs> beginnings of turd burgers over, over mm-hmm. to the Senate. Mm-hmm. Uh, they add in their, uh, their spices and secret sauce and earmarks and all the other good stuff. And then they drop it back in our lap uh, with no ability to amend it, review it, any, anything. So the Senate left. They're mm-hmm. all gone. Um, those of us that are here not voting by proxy, by the way, it is almost half of the U.S. House is voting by proxy. So they're not here. Wow. I don't believe it's legal or constitutional. So I am here. I uh, have not uh, voted proxy once in this entire uh, uh, time that uh, Pelosi has uh, been do- using this uh, as a tool, really, for control. And, um, uh, you know, here we are. And uh, this is this is the worst parts of how this system is is broken is being uh, shown to to the folks. All right, so I got to ask you, Congressman Bill Heisinger, you guys are going to vote. What time does this vote happen today? Uh, good question. Uh, Rules committee is going to be going in at ten o'clock. They're supposedly doing an expedited. Uh, uh, rule committee. And so each bill that comes to the floor has to have a rule. Can you amend it? Can you not amend it? Time for debate, all those things. So we're going to have our first vote probably somewhere er at no earlier than 1030, probably more like 11. Um, And then there will be either an hour or maybe two hours of debate um, on this uh, on this omnibus bill. And then uh, some procedural votes that are going to be happening. So it'll probably be somewhere between noon and two o'clock today. Uh, and then, uh, then uh, I'm trying to get back to Michigan, uh, see my family. So 
I rented a uh, Ram uh, uh, pickup, four wheel <laughs> drive, and uh, I'm I'm driving home because all the flights are getting canceled. Well, good luck to you and God bless because uh, it's going to be a fun drive, that's for sure. But you know, I still think it'd probably be uh, a lot uh, easier than dealing with what you have to deal with in this vote today. Here's here's some of the statistics of what we're looking at. over a, over a hundred billion dollars after this thing gets passed on uh, spent on the Ukraine war once this whole thing goes through. And, uh, you know, we can talk about whether or not, you know, we should be uh, fighting this fight and how much money we should be spending. And, and uh, you know, Zelensky came over in his PJs the other day and spoke to you guys in Congress, which is just crazy to me. Uh, on the floor of the house that a guy is in a sweatshirt. I mean, I've never seen anything like this. I don't know if you want to comment on that or not, but. Yeah. Well, we're not allowed to go uh, onto the House floor dressed like that. It, it, the, the, the rules require us to be in a coat and tie. And uh, mm-hmm. it, it, there, there was actually a fair amount of, uh, you know, not to get too petty, but it was like, okay, dude, you couldn't, you couldn't put a tie on. Yeah. Uh, and I understand it's, it's about the optics and he's wanting to look like he, he's in the middle of a siege. And all yeah, but that's things, the but problem. That's, that's the problem yeah. that this is all optics. And the American people are seeing through this yeah. stuff, spending $100 billion in Ukraine and won't spend a penny to secure our border. I mean, this we've, yeah. we've folks have had it. Yeah. Well, and that's, and that's, you know, again, going back to this Omni, that's, that's exactly right. You know, we are, we are spending uh, money in the middle East uh, for border security. We're spending it around the world, but we will not allow uh, those uh, resources to be used on our own Southern border. And uh, it's a crisis. I mean, there, there is no other word that you can use other than absolute crisis and disaster uh, with what's happening. And it's going to get worse if the courts don't uh, keep Title 42 in place. I mean, and we, we know that there's a record number of, uh, of, of crossings that have happened uh, at the southern border. Interestingly enough, uh, CBP has not uh, released the November numbers yet. We're 23 days into uh, into December. They won't release the November numbers. Um, and it's not because they don't have them. It's because uh, they're political and they don't yeah. want this to look worse than what it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and it's, it, it, if we don't have the border integrity, all right, knowing who and what is coming across our border, yeah. um, that uh, that is a recipe for disaster. And uh, and this administration is standing by, uh, just encouraging it. Justin Barkley, and for Glenn Beck today on the Glenn Beck program, we're talking with Congressman Bill Heisinger out of uh, West Michigan, and he'll be there voting on the floor today. And I didn't get your answer. Uh, you're you're a no on this uh, omnibus. Uh, I'm a hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought, I thought I wanted to make that clear. I thought that's, yeah, uh, that's yeah, what the answer was. Yeah. Underline double exclamation mark. No. <laughs> so, and, and one of the things that I think a lot of us have frustration is why didn't they just let this slide so that when Republicans take over here, uh, in January, we could, we could work it out and have a little more leverage to do some of the things that need to be done, uh, particularly when it comes to the border, et cetera. One of the things I know folks want to see is oversight on a lot of these issues. Hey, the FBI, man, and, and what we're hearing now, what's happening with Twitter and the statement the FBI put out the other day about conspiracy theorists. No, we have the emails. Their own people are saying this. Yeah, uh, Congressman Heisman, I mean, this, 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 I don't know, how do we come back from this? Yeah, well, uh, you know, look, this is J. Edgar Hoover type stuff, right? I, I mean, th- this, you have to be 
scratching your head if you're a a, a regular American uh, looking at this and just even sort of casually paying attention to what uh, to what is going on. And you have to wonder how the how these uh, governmental agencies have gotten so out of control and have uh, have really put our own constitutional uh, rights and privileges uh, uh, under attack. And, uh, and and it's not acceptable. Now, you know, one of the one of the perverse elements of uh, passing this uh, omnibus this way, by the way, it should have been done. I mean, this this was uh, this is continuing funding for this current fiscal year, which started October 1st. So we should have had this all wrapped up in September. Um, uh, but nonetheless, uh, here's what it uh, here's what uh, funding all these governmental agencies through the remainder of this fiscal year through September uh, means they don't have to come to Congress. Uh, for our oversight requests, right? Mm-hmm. They've got their funding for the year. Uh, there's not going to be any pressure on that. So we're going to have to figure out how we apply that pressure properly and constitutionally as we are supposed to, um, uh, to make sure that we've got those answers. And so yeah. whether it's the FBI or, or a lot of the work that I do uh, is with the Securities and Exchange Commission and their ESG agenda, uh, that environmental, social, and governance uh, uh, garbage that they are trying to force uh, not only onto publicly traded companies, but to privately held companies uh, as well. And what what things like that mean for our uh, economy moving forward. It, it, so there's uh, there's a lot of very, very serious issues that we have to tackle. Uh, the, the power of the purse is uh, one of the main tools that uh, that Congress has. We have abdicated and, and given that up uh, for decades, frankly, now, and it's just gotten worse. And uh, we've got to restore that. Congressman Bill Heisinger, let me ask you before you go, you're, you're also going to be overseeing some of this. This SBF FTX thing. Yeah. Sam Bankman freed has been freed. Basically, this is a $250 million bail. They got this guy back in the U.S. But, the, but, but that's not really the story. The truth is he's going to go hang out at his mom and dad's $4 million home, and they put some of the uh, equity of that thing uh, up, and that's how he got it. He didn't, didn't have to... To pay two hundred fifty million dollars, this guy's going to be hanging out in his flip flops. Probably got his uh, Zelensky uh, uh, sweatshirt on, or, or I, I don't know what he's. But he's going to be in his PJs, you know, just having a good time. Um, this is this is wild. Yeah, it, it is, and and you know, look, this is the, uh, the the worst parts of Enron's business practices, uh, along with Bernie Madoff. Uh, and this is just outright fraud. And uh, the the notion that uh, these these really kids had any business running these multi billion dollar inter- multinational mm-hmm. companies uh, is ridiculous. They and used QuickBooks for their uh... it, it, oh, yeah <laughs> QuickBooks to keep track of everything. Yeah, <laughs> which is a, which is a decent program. I mean, you know, they just don't want to use it for billion dollar companies. You know, exactly. And multinational, uh, you know, uh, international trades going on and. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, um, the institutional investors who supposedly are very savvy investors uh, got uh, got sucked into this. They mm-hmm. found a, a politically progressive, very smart uh, entrepreneur who is going to, quote unquote, reimagine capitalism and uh, and all while making them gobs of money. Yeah. Well, and, and, they, uh, and they also they, sent they half of it back to Maxine Waters and the rest of them. I mean, they all took the money, too, didn't they? And uh, that that was uh, that was uh, that was a the huge part of it is uh, the, his growing influence that was here in Washington. So whether they were on Wall Street or whether they were in Silicon Valley or whether they were here in Washington D.C., 
uh, people were just fawning over this guy. I, and, uh, and, 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 and obviously it, it unraveled, and I'm glad it did. It's unthinkable. I appreciate you taking the time to talk with us. I uh, appreciate you giving us the answer on your hell no vote. We appreciate that as well. Uh, Congressman Bill Heisiger, thank you very much for taking the time today. Hey, Merry Christmas to everybody and uh, and safe travels for those that are out traveling. And, uh, and hey, just please know this. We're going to keep fighting for the American taxpayer. And uh, we are uh, you've got a group of us out here in Washington. We're very eager to get back in the majority, but we have to use that majority for for the right things. And and uh, and we're hopeful that we're going to be able to do that. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you, my friend. Uh, a Merry Christmas to you. He's the craziest part about this Sam Bankman Freed thing. He's out four million dollars, uh, four million dollar home. I guess that's on the line or part of it, at least. He's just hanging out mom and dad's house. It's like Christmas vacation for him. It's Chevy Chase, Christmas vacation. He's going to do some sledding later on or what? I don't know, but that's, this guy's out. He's just, I mean, you're talking about the crypto comment and how many people lost it all, right? Because of this guy. And yet people that just took like a tour, they took a walk. The grandmas that took a walk through the Capitol, uh, they're still locked up in, uh, in, in jail cells in Washington, D.C. in dungeons. It's just nuts, but it's all part of, what we're seeing is sort of double, well, the double standards that we continue to deal with. Barkley in for back today in the Glenn Beck program. Quick break. We'll talk to you coming up to a triple eight seven two seven B E C K Beck. That's triple eight seven two seven Beck. Back after this on the Glenn Beck program. This is the Glenn Beck program. Four thousand flights at least already canceled. Lots of snow, high winds, freezing rain throughout the country, sub-zero temperatures, power outages. Fox News has got this bug that tells you how many people are without power throughout the country in different places. You know, watching all of this, but I th I think it's interesting to note this. Of course, they'll they'll say it's climate change. It's not global warming anymore. Can't say that because this is not. It's not very warm. In fact, where I'm at right now, I'm looking at a balmy seven. And I think even folks like South of me are, are, are even are, are even colder. So we can't say it's global we can't say it's global warm anymore, but they've gone throughout the entire you know, back in the seventies they they called this what the coming global ice age. Just this thing about the weather, it just changes. Now whether you want to say that the climate is always changing. In fact, it looks like it it might be. That that's the case, many uh, would say. Of course, we're supposed to trust the science, right? The experts and all that. Uh, but only the certain ones. We know the story. Only certain ones. Some some would say the sun is is kind of the uh, big driver of all of this. The sun, believe it or not. But, but but we're told it's your SUV. So don't forget that if you're out and about trying to get your Christmas presents and get everything, you know, picked up today. Don't you know, your SUV. Don't drive that. You're just going to make things worse. You're going to make it worse. Uh, lots to discuss. And, of course, always a pleasure in the Glenn Beck program inside. Whether you're warm and cozy, snuggled up by the fire, you're outside working in this thing, keeping everybody on track. We appreciate you and everything you do. Thank you for being here with us today. Let's stay in touch. 
Go to justinbarclay.com, B-A-R-C-L-A-Y.com, and reach out. We can connect. And check theblaze.com for all of the latest updates because, you know, the news never stops. We wishing you the best, whether you're sticking with us or that's it for you. Back next down on the Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program.